So my daughter comes home, Natalie. You know Natalie. Um, yep, I do. She came home with her friend Divya from next door, uh, and they were both singing um, "Old Town Road." Or was that the, is that the name of the fucking song? A little Nas. What's it called? Yeah, like yeah. I think it's a, yeah. a racist song. Or no, no, it's not racist. It's uh, it's it's uh, performed by a black guy. It couldn't be racist. But um, like so they're singing it. It's a it's one of these rap songs, you know, and it's pretty oh, clean as I far agree. as rap songs go. You know, it's uh, it's a very popular song I'm told. Um, but she comes home and she's like uh, singing it, and I think she's getting the words wrong. I'm hoping to God, um, because like, because she's saying like, got the hussies in the back and they're spitting on my sack. <laughs> so I immediately I'm like, you girl, shut the fuck. I'm like I like shut that down immediately, and so I'm looking up this song, which this is like my first like real old person thing, because they're coming home like singing songs I don't know and shit. I'm like, God yeah. damn it, I got old fast. Yeah. And so I'm like looking it up. No, it's supposed to be like I got the horses in the back, but she's singing like the hussies in the back, and I'm just ex- expecting it to be a about dirty spit, filth spitting on the sack. That isn't anywhere in the song even <laughs> close to it. So I don't know where the fuck she heard that from. There's nothing in the song that. I'm sorry, man. Your daughter's a whore. Apparently, <laughs> uh, or uh, her friends are. She's kind of spitting on the sack. Like, you're doing what? I mean, but, but at first I thought those might be the lyrics because it's just a yeah. hip hop song. I don't know what the and, fuck you're talking about. Just, and or she's just like a really good hip hop artist. Either that or she's really I mean, good in the sack. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying not to go there, but if you want to go there. I know. I, you know, sh- like, I shut that shit down yeah, fast. I we, mean, Desa, Desa can spit some lines. So, you oh know, there's, a, there's there's hope for a white girl no, from I, Lakeville to I, make it as a hip hop artist. But right, she can hip hop. She can hippity hop all she wants. I just don't want to spit on anybody's sack. That's my primary concern. Zelbert. We are the dudes you know. This is the dudes I know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to. But we both know I can't do nothing at all. So much power, power through it. So, but what are you up to? How's life? You know, life's you look good. good. Uh, just uh, thank you. <clears throat> uh, we just watched the U.S. Women's National Team win uh, against England, beat the fucking Brits again. You know, for like the 15th time in a row. We we're yeah, uh, dating back to pretty uh, much undefeated since 1776. Yeah, 1756. Yeah, we're pretty much under under fucking defeated. Take that, fucking Britain. Uh, yeah, so and it's, I apologize. Hey, I don't fucking apologize to any of our no, British no, listeners. we're Americans. Yeah, we're Americans. Yeah, you know, we've got nothing to apologize. Yeah, for. Yeah, we have nothing to apologize for. <laughs> As our president has said very often, nothing to apologize for. No, yeah, not not our type. Absolutely. Not our not our type. So, uh, so yeah, so that was fun. Uh, yeah, saw a friend, uh, a former coworker that I haven't seen in a while, and you know, just generally hanging out, and we're some we're drinking some summer beers here at uh, Casa de Zellberg. So. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. What's up with you? Anything Anything new since uh, last we potted about five days ago? Last we potted? I love that term. Yeah. I uh, No, I'm just fucking working until I'm dead. That's it. It seems about every 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 episode. I have the same fucking update. Yeah. You just stop <coughs> asking me how I'm doing and just take yeah. a look at my face and be like, oh, yeah, it's still <laughs> happening. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if we told people on the podcast. I got a new job uh, that I've started about a week and a half ago yeah. everybody's everybody's uh the network of podcast listeners has finally secured this for you yes it's yes, on that right they, no it really is not actually it's completely, completely the opposite okay. um but more importantly <laughs> i don't know if people noticed i have actually uh i actually like unlocked my uh my my twitter handle so people can actually follow me again and or and or retweet me because i was uh trying to keep that on the dl as i was looking for jobs to i don't really want people looking up my fucking twitter handle it would well, not. It would not help you find. Jobs. No, it would not help me to find no. jobs at all. I mean, it might, but it's probably jobs I don't want. Let's put it that way. It's. It's. There. There are gonna be jobs I'm gonna be. Uh, 
probably less inclined to take. So, anyways, I know uh, somebody that get kicked out of their job for their Twitter account. I went on this long uh, rant about how Pornhub this morning could uh, get into financial services and oh, totally dominate the trust space. Me, we're we're going to get into that in a little bit. Oh, are we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know oh, that. Yeah. yeah, don't spoil it, man. Oh, spoil I didn't it. even know that. I um, treat for me to look ahead at the agenda. <laughs> yeah, spe- so speaking of uh, that whole uh, that whole Twitter thing you went on, uh, patreon.com backslash the Dave's I know. I was at the gym while I wrote that. I was, really? I was on a fucking bike. <laughs> and I'm like, I got some time to kill. <laughs> I guess I'll. Uh, Patreon.com backslash Dave's I know if you want or Dave's uh, yeah Dave's I know uh, we should give them the right maybe though, we yeah. make more money if we got that fucking link right yeah yeah uh, Patreon.com backslash the Dave's I know help support the Dave's that you know um, all this fun shit that you like listen to every week oh uh, let's I'm gonna skip all the do it uh, other bullshit let's jump into we have a lot of things to talk about we have a, a two game week we have a fucking amazing game to talk about FC Cincinnati happened on Saturday somehow somehow we won a game seven to one. And it wasn't. It was close for a long time, and then it wasn't close whatsoever. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this game, yeah, as quickly as we can, considering we scored seven fucking goals, and the, the, most of those goals were pretty fucking awesome goals. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like a lot of just like sort of accident, it dribbled in, and kind of kind of yeah. things. Um, let's, it, let me let's let's start this way. Worst moment of the game. Let's get it out of the way. It was the it was the, the goal that they scored. Well, just right? the shape was, that it took. Yeah, yeah the Icopara um, just completely losing his man. And yeah, he, all he, that. he fucking chowder housed that one, but. Yeah. Um, but okay. we, we made up for it. We did. Well, so what was your best moment of the game then? Um, dots and goal. Uh, I, I, I love sexy. I know. I love that the, the, the kid has the confidence and that's something so rare with someone that age, you know, has the confidence to just see it and take the shot. And uh, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Christian Ramirez, actually, obviously on the other, he, he's not a fullback, you know, so he ought to be taking shots and stuff. But um, he, if he felt on, he would just take yeah, shots. The audacity. And so, some days it would be like, God damn it, Christian missed seven shots because maybe he didn't have it. Yeah. But you have to have the confidence yeah. to play through those things to, to come out on the other side. And he did. And Dodson's got it, too. I was Holy shit. I was talking to uh, uh, Bruce McGuire uh, watching the USA Curacao game on uh, Sunday. And uh, he, we, we talked about that goal specifically, and he was just like, and I, because uh, he asked me kind of basically kind of the same question, like, what was your best moment of the game? I was like, I said the the Dotson goal, mm-hmm. and uh, I just the, the the fact that they he just he ran sixty yards basically yep. unmarked, mm-hmm. and Bruce st- he stepped in and he said, you know, as I was watching him like from my from his vantage point because he's up in the second deck on the uh, on the uh, east side of the stadium, mm-hmm. he kept saying to himself. Step up, step up, step up to you know to the Cincinnati players. Step up, and literally no one stepped up, stepped up to him. Yep, and he saw and, it, and the, and and the guy just yeah, and he just, he ran, and yeah, the the fucking audacity for that shot is bonkers, and you don't see that in many players. You see that in 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 you know. Uh, I think you see that, like in the Kristen Press shot, I, she had a shot that was like that from earlier in the, right. in the U.S. game today. Um, you don't see that in many players, right? No. You see that like in like you know the Wayne Rooney, the sixty-yard goal that he scored. Right. Um, that's he like sees just it. Fucking he doesn't audacity. Wait. Yeah. He just he just takes a fucking he takes yeah. a rip at it. But of course, he, uh, Dotson's not a striker. He's a fucking fullback. No. You know, he's not. Uh, well, well, he's not a fullback either. He's supposed <laughs> to be a central midfielder. He, and I would he's, love to he's see him making as a, fullback look. I would love to see him as a fucking central midfielder. Be, I mean, yeah. Imagine that. Um, I that's that was my that, honestly that was my most what the fuck moment of the game it was mostly it was because why wasn't Cincinnati stepping to him at all, like yeah, at the, all. Well, as we mentioned in the last podcast, uh, defensively in terms of goals allowed and shots allowed, they're the they worst. And bad. so they, it, and you like, have to you have to apply pressure as a cohesive unit. It's uh, defense is not, and we've talked about this before about individual uh, actions. Uh, you, you know, it's not fucking FIFA on Xbox yeah. where you're going to just take the ball away. It's about um, a sort of accordion move of applying pressure and absorbing it and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and they, they didn't do that. They just, it, the accordion just kept pulling back. Yeah. I think they were at, uh, before this game, they were on pace to allow 72 goals. After this game, I think they were on now. pace to allow like 80, like, 78 or 79 goals or something like that. So it's not it's not our record not anymore. <clears throat> yeah. Fucking have that. I don't um, care. My best moment of the game actually it's it's two um it's the Quintero like running around the keeper, sit down, you know, do his taxes, uh <laughs> right, then right. pass it across to Finlay to, you know, for the tap in and or um I'm going to say and or uh Angelo is making a fucking diagonal run. That Quintero put the ball onto mm-hmm. him, and he had nothing. He had again. Quintero puts the ball to Rodriguez. Rodriguez sits down, 
um, you know, does his taxes, does his Colombian taxes, <laughs> does all the taxes, does uh, Ethan Finlay's taxes, and then puts the ball in the fucking net. He was yeah. wide but, open, um, and because he made a diagonal run. That's and, not something that Rodriguez not something does Rodriguez much. Rodriguez has done. He posts up. And, I mean, it, I think the fact that he's he was he, that he did that um, just, like, was kind of kind of blew my mind. I'm like, I'm down on the other end in the sporter section like, with Ragnar strapped to me. I'm just <laughs> like the fuck's going on what, what's going on why are these guys yeah. doing these things yeah uh and it, and it i mean both those things um and will we do them against a better team will we throw that, curveballs like that that there is therein lies the question yeah therein right? lies the question so easy to do it against yeah. fc since did you have a did you have a, a most what the fuck moment of the game um bohemian rhapsody maybe that was I, fucking I, so, great. so i first of all i think i think some folks they're, they're gonna ruin it Okay, they're going to try to like make it a thing and they're going to be a goddamn change.org petition about it being the new fucking 70th minute, blah, 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 blah. It was just a it was just a weird thing that everybody got to enjoy that. It just a spontaneous thing and it would be lame to try and, quote, make it a thing. It was just a cool moment oh, that yeah. happened to catch on and be infectious. Oh, and no, then no, by no. the time it was passed, you're like, the fuck was that? The team, the team will definitely make it a thing. That's too bad. Um, so it's th- too fucking bad. If people don't uh, but don't know uh, like old school dark clubs. We used to sing Bohemian Rhapsody. On the bus yeah, back from Blaine Express, yeah. after we lost matches, <laughs> yeah, we did. We never sang it uh, like when we were winning, when we were beating a team fucking five to one or six to one or whatever the fuck it was at the time. <laughs> um, we sang it after losses on the Deathloop Express back to the Nomad. Um, R.I.P. Nomad. Good willing, <laughs> you know. Good riddance. Um, <laughs> so I mean, I think. I mean, I would much rather sing fucking Queen songs than the stupid fucking Killers song we sing at the fucking half or that <laughs> asshole sing at the halftime. I, I fuck sing, that I song. Sing it. Yeah, whatever. Fuck that song. I think that song is shitty. I mean, I much I rather Wonderwall sing. Wonder is shitty. I do it because I, it's it's funny to me. It's that's a, fair. it's a it's a it's that's a fair. campy vibe to just yeah, jump in fair. with. I much rather sing Queen songs. Uh, oh, at, oh, at, hell at yeah! Other, at other at other iterations of the of the game, um, maybe even at halftime. Maybe we could sing. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody at halftime. That would be fun. The whole would, fucking that thing. Would be really fun. But yeah. play it beginning sing, to end. Yeah, sing the whole fucking thing from. Yeah, yeah so like cut the music in the middle. About five minutes before the the, the second half starts, we just start singing Bohemian Rhapsody, and then, bam. I don't know. That was, but no, that was good. And and like the fact that it got shared all over fucking social media the next yeah. day, and it's been being shared, yeah. which is fun. Through. But also, it's like, yeah, we of course we did that. Like it doesn't feel like a weird um thing. We because we've been doing that like with the killer yeah. song. We just take whatever rant or the Dylan Whoppers bullshit. Yeah. We just take whatever random nuggets the universe throws at us and says, "We're gonna do it. We're gonna make something cool. I don't give a shit. The world is lemons and we're just lemonade." <laughs> I mean, the fact. I mean, it, it was it was pretty fucking amazing. The fact that everybody, the Wonderwall, I think I feel like was singing that song, and then other people in the stadium started picking it up and were like, "Oh shit, we're we're doing like this is the thing we're doing. We're doing this thing. Okay, cool. That was fucking awesome, and that just bodes well for things that we can do." In the future right like we can we can find opportunities like that where we can we're gonna, we can make just make a fucking thing happen and it's just gonna happen generically or organically, organically yeah. um i mean one of the things i, w- I was talking with uh, somebody who's talking about one of the capos and uh i can't remember what chant we were doing but basically the chant just like oh the ale chant and right. uh you know he said you know the capo just looked turned and looked at him and i don't want to give the capo away but Cable just turned, looked at him, was just like, uh, you know, like shrugged his shoulders, you know, shruggy emotion guy. Like, guess we're doing it. Everybody's doing it. Like, I'm not in charge anymore. Like, the fucking section's in charge. It's, and that it's is cool that we can still have that. And we, and that's and that's the thing about th- that we do. And and that is that's kind of one of the best parts of of uh, especially of the Wonderwall and like all the people who are who have been involved forever and, and the people who have been who've made it what it is. You know, from. The thunder, the thunderwall to the TIFO people to everybody who's been involved for you know, with wh- whether you've been involved for half a year, ten years, it doesn't really matter. Everybody like really gets involved in that stuff, and that is really um, a cool thing. So I agree. Any- uh, anyways, next very do for the star of the game. Who is your star of the game? Yeah, star of the game. Um, 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 I'm gonna give it a controversial one. I'm gonna give it to Darwin. In a um, Darwin had a couple of dishes. And uh, you you already mentioned the pass into um, into Rodriguez there, um, and I'm going to say that he helped facilitate the attack in more ways than just those two assists. And I'm also going to say that part of me giving it to him is me trying to will a good streak into him. He's been playing pretty well the last few I, games. Yes, that he's played so. two of them, sadly U.S. Open Cup games. Yeah, but you know, 
whatever. The st- yeah, the good vibes start wherever <laughs> they start. So, um, he's, you, he's, uh, got, Fred- he's got two coming up, so he's, he should play well. So, um, my Freddie do for the start of the game is either I, you know, I but for the goal uh, against Minnesota, I would have given it to Ikopara, but I mean. Jan Gregus had a probably his best game as oh, a God. as a you're, you're right. I, I should probably amend my yeah. award. Yeah, three assists. Um, he had some great balls that were played on to players. Um, and uh, honestly, like Ikapar scoring two goals uh, is great. I mean, one he scored with his dick. Let's not be you know, <laughs> right. Let's, let's call it what it is. Yeah, let's call it what it is. He scored. He scored a goal with his fucking dick. Um, but the other goal was fucking great. And uh, um, but for the fact that he kind of he. Kind of really shit the bed on the uh, on the the lone Cincinnati goal. Yeah, it all goes into the pot. Well, I'm gonna get I'm gonna give it to Gregus. We've been we've been hard on Gregus. Um, I think it's taken him a while to adjust to MLS. I mean, I, f- I feel like the last couple of games that he's played, he's he's actually played fairly well. I think maybe he is, and you know, it's weird. It takes these uh, international guys, uh, you know, some time to figure out. Some some are shorter than others. Some couple weeks. Some takes a couple months. And and Gregus was, and he's been going back and forth for international duty as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had he had a probably his best game. And again, caveat: the shittiest team in the fucking league, and maybe one of the shittiest teams ever to play MLS. Um, so, so obviously, so, totally. But yeah. you know, like you got to win the games that you got to win. Sure, you know, all and, you all you can do is perform when you get with what's in front of you. And we talked about this game being a trap game for Minnesota. Like we yeah. were very very worried about this game. No, this is and the kind of game like, that yeah, traditionally we would lose. Steamroller team. So, uh, who's your? Uh, do you have the shittiest player of the game? I mean, other um, than. I mean, I have one, but um, no, I don't. Okay, I'm gonna say Vito Manone. You know, I Vito, Vito had an excellent save at least in there. He did have um, an ex- he had an excellent save when the game was zero zero. Yeah, um, right in front of the sports section. See, he was my first thought, but I, I don't. But he he com- ah. he that ball the, the the low in Cincinnati goal went right between his legs, like he totally he totally fucked that one up. So I mean, if you have to give it to somebody, give it to him. I I, I agree. I don't think you really should give it to anybody because I don't think anybody played particularly shitty, especially considering that goal was scored when Minnesota was clearly on the front foot um, and was dominating the game. So mm-hmm. ultimately, it wasn't going to matter. He did make it. He you're right. He did make an amazing save. Yeah. Um. When it, the game was zero zero in like the fifteenth or sixteenth minute mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, right before the first Minnesota yeah, that, goal. Cha- that changes the tenor of the game and allows what happened to does, happen. Yeah. Um, so. But you know what? Somebody's got to win it, so um, fuck you, Vito. Sure. You get it. You, <laughs> you prick. Can I? Uh, can we close yeah, the game just ahead. by saying this? Um, it's good to finally be on the other end of someone getting their corn creamed. Um, we don't do it a lot. LAFC last year was a memorable one. Yes. Um, this is another one. They wouldn't buy our best player. D- DC United the year before we put up four nothing. Yep, doesn't happen often for us. If once a year it happens and that's it, it's a pretty goddamn it, good it feeling. Doesn't, it, it doesn't. And this is actually you know tied for the uh, tied for the second largest margin of victory in MLS history. Finally uh, making some of the right records. Some other here, some yeah. of the good records. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, yeah, it's a you know a, a good thing. Um, all right, so let's. Uh, you have anything else to talk about for FC Cincinnati? No, let's, let's bury it. All right, other United news. So uh, Ike and Grey Goose made Team of the Week um, for MLS. Uh, Darwin Quichero made the Team of the Week bench, so that's good news. Uh, other news that's come out recently, the Loons are targeting two players, um, an attacking midfielder and a left back. Obviously, I think everybody who has followed Minnesota United realizes that we are targeting an attacking midfielder, a winger more likely, and a left back. Like well, those are, I mean, that's that's like that's not really news. It's just like, okay, that's what we're targeting. And apparently there's well, been um, some news about that. They have two people targeted and are actually in the middle of working on uh, the details, the, the details, the logistics and all that, and like basically waiting for the the transfer window for the second secondary transfer window for MLS opens on Sunday. So they can't announce anything until Sunday. Right. Um, then clearly they're going to need to do go through some. They have two international spots available as well. That's a thing that we should point out. Mm-hmm. Um, and they could t- potentially buy down uh, Angelo uh, mm-hmm. from a DP spot to a TAM spot. So there's they potentially have a DP window open or DP spot open. Um, I'm not saying that either of these players are internationals or dps but the option exists they more than likely are internationals um i don't think they're targeting anybody in mls um who would be a, a, a you know a uh regular player um but yeah i mean that's 
people like multiple multiple people have said attacking they're they're attacking mid and a left back. Well, that's so, like the, the worst kept secret in MLS. Well, right now, y- y- yes, but you we, we've had no needs in the past that the team somehow has not attacked. We we knew that we needed center backs. And we just were not accumulating any meaningful center backs as we is. So, like, yes, of course we need an attacking midfielder and a left back. Those are our two primary needs right now. That has never been commensurate with our team understanding that need and then going after it. So yeah. to hear someone else saying more independently that we would be going after it is like they have a <laughs> thumb on the pulse of what's going yeah. on in their own team. That sounds excellent. Like, yes, and it sounds, it's not just yeah, not just one or two people. It's like, and it's not just like people here in minnesota it's like national people like yes, that's my point taylor twelman maybe saying, the team actually knows its own needs yeah that's that's good that's good um yeah i mean i don't think there's any other united news unless you have anything yeah. i don't think so all uh, right for madtown bro down uh madison beats toronto or sorry they i mean they beat they, they drew with toronto fc on the road i think three to three um uh they played a friday afternoon game which was really fucking weird last week um, Toronto hadn't had, had had only won at home. This is Toronto FC two, obviously. Right. They only won at home for like their all the rest of their game. So, um, good job on Madison for uh, going into uh, Toronto and getting a tie. Absolutely. So, all right, we have two games to talk about. Yeah, man, we're getting uh, into it. So we got to power through these games. Um, the first game is San Jose Earthquakes. That's tomorrow today. If you're listening to this podcast. Uh, this is not the same team we played. No. Uh, second week of the season when we beat them three to nothing, I think was the final score. Uh, no, no, it was, it was close. It was three to two. Three to two it was close. But, oh, um, was it? It was no three yep. two was the Vancouver game. Mm. I feel like we beat San Jose three to nothing. I feel I like we beat the shit out of San Jose. I don't fucking um, remember that. Okay. Anyways, this is what, a, what a podcast this is. Yes. So, <laughs> anyways, it, it's not the same team. This team is actually really fucking good right now. Yeah. And why you talk about why they're really fucking good right now? Yeah. So were. yeah. So um, tactically. Um, Matias Almeida comes in and uh, at the beginning of the season and is going to play something a that no other team in MLS plays tactically, yeah. uh, but it's something that he's really familiar with and has had work for him in Mexico. And that is a complete like wall to wall end and man marking system where they are just chasing the opponents wherever they go. Um, there is usually mostly zonal marking with you know man elements um, in um, in MLS right now. I, it's clearly taken a while for them to figure it out. I, uh, I should mention also, almost no personnel changes from last year into this one. Yeah. Last last year, they were awful. This year, almost no personnel changes, new coach, wildly different tactics. And naturally, it's taken them a while to figure out what the fuck to do with that. But they've kind of bought into the system, and now all of a sudden... They're must see TV and benched and benched several of his most important players. At yes, the start of the not, not, he 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 fucking so, Jurgen Klinsmann yeah. them, but it worked. So, yeah, we beat we beat San Jose three nothing on the road oh, on, yeah, was, on March ninth. I was thinking we, Vancouver. We, Vancouver was three to two. So, anyways, okay. continue. So so anyway, they've bought into the system. They get it now. They're succeeding. Uh, I'd be remiss, and we're gonna segue into uh, who's good by saying um, their hot streak has uh, come right alongside the introduction as a starter of Florian Jungworth, who occupied a designated player. Uh, spot he started the year on the bench and now he's playing and uh well there you go so um we've been um puffing along in the florian jungworth train for three fucking years now yeah we want that guy on our team i know know. fuck can you imagine him as the other center back it's it's ike and then you know i can i can florian holy shit man because i would i would fucking come like probably four times a game Jungworth Opara sounds like a fucking uh, like uh, law firm yeah, or something does. like that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Jungworth Opara. Oh my god, I'm so bad. <laughs> um, Jungworth Opara Coleman. <laughs> so uh, now San Jose has been on a hot enough streak. They they started off the year looking like they were going to have the wooden spoon right up their asses. Yeah. Um, they are now actually one point ahead of us in the standings with the same number of games played. Yep. Um, they're roughly similar in terms of goals allowed and goals scored. Pretty damn close on it too. So um. They're also really shitty on the road, though. Yeah. So that might be the weak spot there. But anyways, it's a good team. They figured, it, yeah, they figured it out at home. Um, I think they figured out what uh, what Almeida wants them to do. Now, yeah, again, the question is, can they do it on the road? Um, they, uh, you know, they just they just beat the LA Galaxy, which is probably the second best team in the West. Uh, yeah, uh, last week at home. Um, talking about who's good. Obviously, Florian Youngworth is good. Um, Vaco is, uh, you know, he's scoring goals again. Finally, finally, yeah, um, he's got he's got four now. Yeah, 
he had a brace uh, in a couple weeks ago, um, scored a goal again. Uh, Shea Salinas uh, scored a goal last week as well. Um, and Tommy Thompson also scored a goal. I mean, the, the question is, is, is can they do what they want to do at, you know, on the road against a team that, you know, could potentially impose their will with Minnesota. And that's, you know, one of the things we've always talked about in this podcast for the last three fucking years is, you know, are we a team that, you know, adjusts to who we're playing or are we are going to be a team that is going to say, we're playing this way, mm-hmm. you adjust to us. I think now we have the personnel, we have the, the formations and stuff to play as a team that we are going to play our way and then mm-hmm. hopefully – you know, or then teams will adjust to us. Um, We're kind of getting there, yeah. And, and I mean, the, the the problem that the the issue is is that obviously we've talked about with San Jose is that they have a, a completely uh, different kind of system than most teams in that. And I, quite frankly, that any other team in MLS plays, they play that man marking. Um, that man marking system. I don't think is, is there, there's not another team in MLS that plays that way. Not not to the um, not to the level of that, commitment that they do because yeah. they chase them all over the field. Yeah. And, um, so you know what? I, first of all, I want to throw up Manus Erickson, uh, Magnus Erickson, three yeah. goals, five God, assists. Fuck. Yeah, that, really good out of midfield. <laughs> Wondolowski is two goals away from ten for the year, which would make that the eleventh, the twelfth consecutive season. Yeah, He's had ten like plus that. goals, yep. so um, it's worth mentioning that half of his goals came in one game. So it's it's a little bit. Of, you, you have to look at the distribution, not the average there. But you're welcome. Um, thank you, Chicago. God, yeah, thank you, thank Francis you, Frankie. That, Frankie was directly liable there. God damn it! Don't miss that guy. Um, anyways, um, so. So um, we, we haven't mentioned Danny Hoisensauce either, but um, honestly, I've never liked the fucking dude. And finally, his performance this year is kind of bearing that out. It's not been great. So yeah. those are some of the key ones. So, um, you know, when we talk about you know, what do we do, uh, honestly, the man marking thing could – I think the man marking thing is a dangerous uh, approach for a team that can be closer to positionless. Uh, because you can drag people around and manipulate yep. that more successfully. Uh, I think that we've – we at the beginning of the year uh, when we had some success i think it was because we were playing very positionless we had guys who could do that really well darwin moving all over although he dropped probably deeper than i would have wanted obviously miguel ibarra all over the field wherever the ball is going to be and then we had uh, romario ibarra who i think is better at playing positionless than say kevin molino or sure. then um than ethan finley yeah um that said we still have elements of that we've still got romario yes. excuse me miguel ibarra we've still got well hell if uh if uh, we're gonna see diagonal runs from angelo rodriguez that'd be great yeah if you can do that you can create overload situations you can create space for yourself by pulling defenders in the direction that you need to yeah. make it easier to to play a ball uh, onto the the feet of a runner so i think the antidote is there it's how loose is adrian heath gonna let them play positionally yes that's 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 a, that's a great point i mean um i mean you tell me you're gonna man mark darwin quintero and man mark miguel ibarra and just allow those guys to sort of pull defenders willy nilly. I'm I'm fucking all in. Like yeah. let's fu- let's fucking go. Follow Miguel wherever yeah, he goes. Follow Miguel. Yeah. Like you're, you're gonna you're gonna have a, a fucking defender running around for seventy five fucking minutes, um, just chasing his guy this, mm-hmm. this guy around the, the pitch. Um, and so I agree with you. I think that's a, this is a this is actually a team where um, you know the, you know the man marking situation. Most teams in MLS um, don't have the flexibility, I think, in terms of their of their positional fluidity that yeah. Minnesota does. And I think Minnesota is like the one team actually that's that should be able to say counteract San Jose and say, mm-hmm. you know what, we can, you know, whatever you want to man mark us, fine. Mm-hmm. We're gonna drag you all over the fucking pitch, mm-hmm. left and right. And you know, obviously Ethan Finlay, Kevin Molino, not as fluid about that. But I think if we, if you know, maybe even if you put. Um, you could even maybe sort of move Kevin Molino into sort of that number ten role and put him in the center, and then you know put Darwin and Miguel out uh, out wide. Um, maybe Finley starts yeah. on the bench, and you just you allow so you, you allow Molino sort of stay in the middle, but you allow Darwin and Miguel just crisscross across mm-hmm. the, the the pitch. That is a you know and just drawing their defenders left mm-hmm. and right, and just creating space where Kevin Molino can run into, um, or you know even you you know put Molino out there. In you know in the Rasmus Schuler role or whatever, and just allow right. him to sort of run into that that space that is opened up by Molino or sorry by uh, by 
um, Quintero and uh, Ibarra running around yeah. and creating a ton of space. I don't know. There, that's that's one way to do it. Yeah. I, I mean, well, pushing the fullbacks high is, is the other way. I mean, even if even if you have uh, say Molino and sure. Finley on the wings, if you have fullbacks that are willing to push high, and Dotson obviously then Dotson is yeah. It, it will be Dotson. We we don't have Meniers obviously. Uh, uh, Madagascar they won't lose. Yeah, they yeah they refuse to lose. They beat Nigeria uh, in Afcon qualifying, so they're playing a, another match. Um, so yeah, we definitely uh, will not have Metnair for the next match. But Dotson Dotson can get forward as he's shown, and uh, yeah. if he can do that, that will allow whoever is playing the wing, depending on the side that he plays, to be able to pinch in, and mm-hmm. that will allow them to play with a little bit more fluidity yep. from a positioning standpoint. So um, I think the pieces are there. Also, San Jose one win on the road this year for all the hotness that they've had. One win on the road this year. Yeah. So I think I think we got this. I, I think I think. I'm confident. I mean, this is. I mean, if we if we want to be a playoff team, this is a game we got to win. I mean, on. I mean, you know, we talked about that this last week with like Cincinnati. Like, you got. Oh yeah, you got to win this game. You got to win this game. This is we. You, you can't lose at home. Uh, I mean, a draw is not great. A draw is, is not the worst uh, scenario here. But if you want, if you really truly want to be a playoff team and you want to potentially host a playoff game in that first round. These are the games you need to win. You need to beat this San Jose team, San Jose team that is above us right now in the uh, in the playoff race. But yeah. we are we are only four points off uh, a home playoff game in Seattle, mm-hmm. who is sitting in uh, third place right now, is playing like shit. FC Dallas not playing great right now. This mm-hmm. is an opportunity, and we need to we need to play Dallas in a couple weeks. This is an opportunity for us to actually between this game, the Montreal game on Saturday, and the FC Dallas game on the following Saturday, to if we can get you know. We can get you know seven points of these next three games, or shit, nine points out of these next three games. This puts us in a really good position to potentially be hosting a playoff game in October, which is where, not, where which is my fucking bar for this team. If this team is not hosting a playoff game, you're done. They, with they should be. They, there should be. A, I'm not done. Yeah, you know, I'm not done with the team. There should be a lot of uh, decisions made about the front office and uh, the coaching staff. Um, and this is where fucking Adrian Heath needs to, to step up and prove that he's the guy to run this team. Uh, yeah, I, I won't argue with that. I mean, but even just to make the playoffs, you have to beat the teams who are competing with you for that bubble. Exactly. And this is one of the teams that's right on the bubble with yep. us. So you, these are the ones you gotta you've got to vanquish them. What do you have for a score? You know, I'm. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be closer to what you thought the game was before a three two. I think there's gonna be a lot of goals scored in this game. Honestly, I I got a three one with okay. us winning. Um, you, you, Minnesota winning in your Minnesota instance. winning. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, I, yes, I, yes. I think that. San Jose is good, but I think we have the antidote. I feel good about it. Yeah, I mean, I think we're the. I mean, obviously, clearly, a lot of teams beat the sh- beat the hell out of them, but I think actually we have the the personnel to uh, to actually counteract what they're trying to do on their on their defensive side. So. God, I hope so. <laughs> God willing. All right, um, we, got? we got so much. God damn yeah. it! This is a content one more episode. one more game. So uh, I don't know. I'm trying to decide if we're gonna maybe bring in a Luke or something for. Uh, Chat after this game, before the Montreal Impact game, but we're going to talk about the Montreal Impact game. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it really quickly. Um, we play them on Saturday uh, after this, you know, upcoming match against uh, um, San Jose Sounders. Uh, who's good on Montreal? San Jose Sounders. San Jose. Yeah, San Jose, oh, sorry, yeah, San Jose Earthquake. This is sorry. a good podcast. Yeah. Donate money to us. <laughs> it's, it's very good. Yeah, it's a very good podcast. Uh, so, so Montreal, you you have to start. God damn it! So I, I actually watch with the commentary so little that sometimes I fuck up people's names because I just yeah. never actually hear them pronounced out loud. I only ever read them as I research and stuff for yeah, this. Yeah. Safir Tider. Yep. Seven That's goals good. right now, uh, leading the team in goals. Uh, someone that you and, and has played every match, so someone that you obviously have to watch out for, um, and I believe leads the team in shots by a wide margin. This is a team that does not take a ton of shots. In fact, not. they've got like three dudes that are out of the teens in shots, so it's just not a ton. Um, you have to always watch Ignacio Piatti. I'm shocked by this stat, and you're going to be shocked too. Piatti, zero assists this year so far. We knew he was going to eventually find this point of diminishing returns. It was going to happen. I'm not saying that he's not valuable. He can uh, draw the attention of players. He can provide other things other than counting statistics. Um, but traditionally, he has provided counting statistics. Say, and he Piotti's has generally been a high assist guy, hasn't right. he? Yes, and that's, right. that's why I'm saying zero assists is kind of a shocking yeah. number. Now, now, the caveat with that, he has missed a ton of games. Sure. A ton of games. But I also 
I also would have thought that the numbers are going to look better than that. But he he should be healthy and everything for this game. So let's see how it goes. Yeah. Um, honestly, there's not a uh, uh, Anthony Jackson Hamill's a, a a young guy. He's a um, standout for me. I say yeah. I mean, Maxi Arudi sucks. I, everyone else is going <laughs> to say he's a good guy. You got to watch out for. Him. I think he blows chunks. That's fair. Uh, I mean, Evan Bush has been uh, he's st- stood on his head several times and is you know that li- is true liable yeah. to stand on his head again if he needs to. Um, I mean, we're out. We are playing up in Montreal. Um, yeah, I mean, other it's, than that, like, there's not. A, I mean, looking at the roster, I mean, there's not a ton of guys. I'm like, I'm particularly worried about. Honestly, it's I, it's it's interesting. That it's a team. It's it's a classic example of some of their parts. Be excuse me, the whole being greater than the sum of their parts. Sure. Yeah. Um, really, Ignacio Piatti's their only real standout player, and he's not having a standout year. He's missed more games than he's played in. Um, but they are two points off the lead for the Eastern Conference. Part of that's because the East is a real weird and uh, there's a lot of parity yeah. there and there's the no standout teams. <laughs> East is but really weird right now. It's very it's very weird. But um you can't ignore that. That you know this is a third place team. Sure. Uh, so so it's good. So um you have to look at the whole and as a whole, as a unit, they're playing real well. They're not scoring a lot of goals. Um, I think twenty four goals as a team that's ten off the pace of who's in the lead, only two points ahead of them. Yeah. Um they actually it's it's bizarre. They have a negative seven goal differential despite being third in their conference. That's a very that's, MLS that's type very of fucking statistic. MLS, yeah. yeah. So um they're not a great team, but they're winning the results they ought to. Yeah. And they're playing as a team when they have to. And remember we're gonna be playing on the road and that'll make it that much more um chief for us. Um I the other person I will I'll mention sort of who's good is uh Bakari Sanya. He's Sanya. He's a uh, uh, Arsenal, Man City guy. He's been around uh, the Impact since last year. You know, he's a... Uh, How old is he now? He's 30, 30 or 31. Is that it? Yeah, he's... God, he year, feels... He's been around forever. Yeah, he's a year older... Or year younger than I am. So he's... Actually, you know, yeah, so he's 35. So he's, he's much older. 35, yeah. Nah. <laughs> Shit, man. Um, Boy, I just I just saw the panic rush into fuck, your face yeah, as you realized. No, shit, I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm I am old, that old. I'm, I'm an old fuck. ass man. Um, but he's a you know he's a he's a uh, a good defender that and as you mentioned, he's good MLS. We are playing yeah a good MLS defender at 35. Um, we are playing them in Montreal now. I don't know if people remember the last time we played Montreal in Montreal. Uh, Boudin Lotti uh, scored a fucking brace and uh, had one of the goals of the season. Absolutely, um, uh, absolute fucking wide angle monster donk. Yeah, uh, from donk. About, yeah monster donk from about 25, 30 yards out at, at, at like a forty five degree angle. At forty five yeah, degree more, angle, more than that probably is, In, is great. Uh, yeah, against like, pretty much against the run of play to uh, seal a victory there. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm fairly confident. I mean, this is a team that again we're you know talking about the next three games here in terms of the the MLS games. You know, seven points is is what we need. I mean, that's bare minimum in terms of mm. what I would feel comfortable with in terms of like yeah. whether we are going to be attacking a playoff spot or not. Um, and this is the game I see. Okay, well maybe we, you know, we we play for a draw, and, and it kind of depends on whether you know Adrian Heath how Adrian Heath decides to uh, decides to play against uh, Montreal. So, um, do you have anybody who is particularly shitty on Montreal? Um, I, I was going to say Evan Bush, idea, uh, but. Um, <laughs> That's that, I mean, that's he, that's he my is, own problem. That's, I mean, he is, but he, you know, he, he's also like he's not a terrible defender, terrible goaltender. You know, it's, <sighs> no, he plays. He's, he's got some games where he plays really well, and then he's got some games where he plays really bad. He's not particularly shitty. Fine, uh, but, I mean, can I? Can, sure, give me someone else. Okay, so here, here's my shitty one, and I'm I'm so on the fence about this. Because, so here it is, Maxi or Rudy. Okay. Okay. I have never been a Maxi Rudy fan, People dating back to Dallas and stuff. Not been a Maxi Rudy fan. Like sucking his dick. So <sighs> I know. So so Maxi Rudy ostensibly is a, is a f- forward here. Um, here's here's why I'm stuck on it. He does have five assists this year. He's played relatively consistently, but I'm still throwing him in the sucks pile because I hate him. I think he doesn't provide enough value off the ball. Um, I think he can provide it with the ball at his feet, but I don't think he. I don't think positionally he draws gravity. I don't think that he's finding gaps. I don't think he's doing that kind of stuff. That's just I, I don't know. Off the ball, I don't like Maxi Rudy. Okay. Um, can I throw a can I throw a, a curveball at you? Do it. Um, let's. Uh, Joey Saputo. That is a curveball because, as near as I know, Joey Saputo is not going to get any playing time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
and just the the general uh, Montreal meltdown coaching staff that they have. That's true. Uh, yeah. Can, can you can you give us like literally the uh, forty five second? I'm serious. Forty five second version so of what Montreal so, meltdown means. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I can't remember the exact the uh, the coach who uh, sort of instigated this in the players. Um, NASL days. Yeah, back in the NASL days, uh, there was a player and. Please, like, if you listen to this podcast, shoot, shoot hit us up on on the Twitters, um, TDIKMN uh, on Twitter, and let us know. Um, but uh, yeah, there, there's there have been many Montreal meltdowns in Minnesota back in the NASL days or the 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 old USL days or whatever the fuck it was. Um, anyways, uh, Montreal like likes to melt down against Minnesota, and they did that uh, again two years ago in Montreal when we. Came back from behind to it's, beat it's, them. It's an on-field meltdown. Yeah, um, but it's also you know all it gets really chippy. It, there's it fighting. This, there's all yes, this kind of stuff. They yes. just it they just evaporate and turn into into fucking high schoolers. Yeah, and they really hate Minnesota <laughs> because because we just sort of instigate that meltdown for them. So so yeah, so that is the Montreal meltdown is a thing. Uh, if you are going to Montreal to watch this game, uh, please chant Montreal meltdown at them because that would be very fantastic for everybody else who's watching at the watch party Make it a thing. on Saturday. So yeah. Joey Saputo. Joey um, Saputo is has been he's been a part of the ownership group of that of this team for the entirety of that Montreal Meltdown era. So that's I'm just gonna throw Mont because I can't remember the exact uh, uh, players and coaches who were part of that. So, anyways, yeah, Love Joey Saputo. You got a score for us? You know, I think this is a this is a game where I think we drop points that we probably shouldn't deserve to drop i think it's a 2-2 draw actually had a 1-1 draw yeah, yeah i i think these are going to be evenly matched teams i think that montreal is pretty well rounded uh, i think they keep their shape really well uh and so i don't think that we're going to be able to pick that lock exactly uh, you know which is i think that montreal in a lot of ways is the opposite of san jose sure um, yeah. they're a lot more rigidly shaped and of course yeah. san jose is all over the fucking place yeah. so i just don't think that's a lock that we're going to be able to pick um but you know what you get a point on the road which i think we can do i think we, we've got the talent and the health that's one thing we haven't talked about a lot is um we've been healthier this year than we have in the past we yeah, really I have mean, yeah no look I mean, back Yes I, and yes. Look, I think look I, back at our injury lists. Last I think we year, have right? more. I think we have more depth this year. You know, where the injuries are not, where you know the, the players who are bringing have nagging injuries can just take the extra week versus last year or two years ago when they were they were playing through those things and then exacerbating the injuries. Right. I think that is. I think that's. You know, we can we can allow Kevin Molino to take this time to get back into the lineup um, this year. You know, this year. Where you know we instead of like starting him right after uh, the Gold Cup where he gets eliminated, we bring him on like twenty with twenty minutes left. We give him right. time instead of like starting Just him, throwing him out there because we need a human soul need, to take yes, the field. We need a winger. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I I don't disagree with you, but I also don't necessarily. Agree I'll take a scoop of both there. So I'll take a scoop of both of those things. Yeah. Um, so Fair I got a one-one draw. I think you said he had a two-two two, draw. Two, two, um, so. It's gonna be a fun week coming up. Yeah. Yeah, well, what's uh we, before before we talk to anybody again um for this podcast, the World Cup finals will have happened. Uh a knockout game. Are we getting into this? Am I blowing your shit right now? No, no. Go ahead. Uh, we, uh, there will be a US men's national team um match for the Gold Cup in the quarters. Semifinal. Right? The semis, excuse me, yep. semifinals. Um and then potentially a final. And then potentially a final by then. Yep. yep. Um two then um games for Minnesota United. Yeah. I don't know what uh, Minneapolis City's doing. I don't fucking follow. They have a game on Saturday, I think, as well. So God yeah, damn, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of yeah, fun. lots of soccer. I think uh, I think Fire ninety eight has a, a match coming up too. Anyways, I don't know. I might try and uh, sneak uh, Luke Craig or somebody in here to uh, post uh, uh, post San Jose just to chat a little bit more about that particular match. Okay. Well, I want. By the way, I want to talk with you about these games before we did that because I don't. Want yeah, to yeah, I got you. On no, you we'll whatever, we'll but, maintain yeah. the high fucking standard of production that we've set <laughs> we'll, while we'll, you're doing that. Yeah, okay? we'll call the next one episode one hundred two point five or something like that. So you know, one hundred two point five weather. All right. Uh, so we're gonna talk about the uh, picks uh, from last week. Um, most Pick of em. the home teams uh, actually did their fucking jobs last week in MLS, which is you know. Strange. Supposed to. Yeah, they're supposed to, but they don't really, honestly, regularly. Too much parity. Uh, Red Bulls beat Chicago 3-1. to one. That was very much expected. Sure. Colorado. Fucking Colorado, man. Beat LAFC 1-0 at home. 
they're juggernauts. Yeah. Them in San Jose. That's what it's going to be. That's that's going to be the motherfucking <laughs> MLS Cup this year is going to be San Jose and Colorado. Yeah. Uh, as we mentioned, MN and UFC put the beat down in Cincinnati 7 when they put a touchdown up against their, uh, their uh, you know, extra point. Atlanta United beat Montreal Impact 2-1 to at home. NYCFC beat Philadelphia 4-2. to The lone road winner, Orlando City, beating Columbus on the road 2 to nothing. Well, it's Columbus. It is Columbus. Columbus is particularly bad right now. It's sad. Very, very we bad saved right now. The, We saved them, but at then, what cost? Yes, but then, yes, but yeah. <laughs> we should have. We should have not saved Yeah, them. it's like, you know, cutting off your nose and spite your face. Like, yeah. really, you should have let them go down to Austin <laughs> very gracefully or whatever. Um, New England beat Houston 2-1. to uh, New England winning a game is strange, but they've been very good right now. Houston losing a game on the road, not as Not, not strange, strange, not strange. Yeah. D.C. United, Toronto, that's the one draw of the week, 1-1 one, one, uh, draw, D.C. United versus Toronto FC. Uh, San Jose, again, as we mentioned before, beat the LA Galaxy 3 to nothing at home. RSL. No words. Beating the shit out of Sporting Kansas City 2 nothing. Sporting. Is, is Sporting going to – can they – are they going to make the playoffs? I don't I don't know, man. No, they're – they're. I, I checked the power rankings this week. I think they're fourth from the bottom. Yeah, they, uh, they, we, thought, we thought this was a spell. We thought it was a Champions League hangover as teams are wont to have. Sporting they're, is they're, the – They're bad. Sporting is the Toronto of last year. Is that where you're – Yes. You know, they made the – Yes. The, the, Sporting the run is the and, Toronto of last year. Yeah. Uh, Seattle Sounders beat Vancouver one nothing. I think I predicted one nothing. Like we either said it's either going to be like four to three that's, or I said one nothing. It's going to be one nothing. That's the yeah. shape of the match. And then match. Portland uh, beating FC Dallas at home one nothing as well. I, I want to throw something real, really, really sure. quick, please. Um, Giovanni, G- G- God damn it, Savarese. They, I don't forgot how to pronounce this. Gio Savarese. Gio Savarese. Yeah, you forgot how to say words. Yeah, um, uh, Portland gave him a multi-year contract extension. I believe that was announced today, if not today, then yesterday. Um, after the start that they had which was abysmal. And I get that they played a bunch of games on the road. I get that. Even then, they had a very terrible road record during that phase. They've since turned it around, and that's good. But I think it is a remarkable um, vote of confidence that even though they've played now as many games good as they played horrible at the beginning of the season, they believe in them enough to say, that's all the sample size we needed. We believe in what you're doing. We know that was a rough patch, and we're going to give you a multi-year extension after that horseshit start. That's a huge vote of confidence. Yeah. You know who is clamoring for Gio Savarisi for, uh, as a head coach? Are the people in this room a right now? A lot of people yeah. in this fucking room. The yeah. people from the NASL days who knew what Gio could do with a team? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and don't give me your Minnesota United bullshit about uh, the Cosmos wanting a big buyout for them. Well, fuck! You're an MLS you. team. You're you should be MLS able to buy out an NASL buy out coach. That fucking contract, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, anytime Gio Savarisi does amazing stuff, and he does amazing stuff all the time, I'm just like, fuck. We could have had Mark Dos Santos too. We could, well, well, anybody could have had. I mean, anybody he, could have. He's Mark not Dos a shining Santos. star in the way Gio Savarese is. No. But anybody who watched Ottawa back in those days knew that Mark Dos Santos knew his shit. Oh, for sure. For Absolutely. Sure. Mark Dos Santos is also not sort of. He's not acquitted himself very well since since then. But you know. Yeah, they're they're, we, in the, they're in the middle of a major rebuild in Vancouver. Um, he's turned them into some results. I, I yeah, finally. I, I yeah, I you know what? Hang on to the keys. They made twenty personnel changes this last year. Yeah. It's gonna suck for a while. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about the uh, week eighteen picks coming up. We have a lot of games between uh, now. God, there's, uh, so there's, many games. there's a bunch of games tomorrow, um, including the Minnesota United, and then a bunch of games this weekend. Um, let's just power through these let's real quick. Uh, NYC FC hosts the Seattle Sounders. I have NYC FC winning this game two to one. One to nothing, NYC FC. Right. Orlando City hosts Philadelphia. Philadelphia winning one to one. Mm, or sorry, one to nothing. Cream cheese two to nothing. All right, we said uh, MNUFC versus San Jose. We I think I said three to two. You said yes, three to one. Three to one. Yep. Okay. Chicago hosts Atlanta United. I have Atlanta United winning four to zero. I get a one-one draw. Okay. Shocker of the week. All right. Sporting Kansas City hosts LAFC. I have LAFC winning two to nothing. Yep, three to nothing. Sporting okay. is crater right now. Yeah. Houston at home versus the New York Red Bulls. I have Houston winning three to one. It's Houston at home, one to nothing. There you go. Uh, RSL hosts Columbus. Columbus is shit. RSL is kind of shit, but not as shit as Columbus. Uh, RSL wins two to nothing. Yeah, RSL is like a good, uh, like compact shit, and Columbus is just like Splatter. vomiting out of your ass. Splatter, you know, that Splatter one of those everywhere. one of those whiskey yeah. shits, you know. Yeah. Um. So it's got to be RSL two to one. Oh, yeah, those whiskey shits. Those are the whiskey worst. shits. They're the worst. It smells uh, the same going down as it does coming out. What the does. fuck's up with that? Yeah, it does. Yeah. FC Dallas hosts DC United. I have FC Dallas uh, beating the DC Wayne Rooney's uh, two to one. 
three to one DC United. Ooh, big divergence right, here on the road. Uh, Colorado, the hottest team in the fucking league, hosts <laughs> New England. I have a Colorado winning two to nothing. I honestly, I can't bring myself to say anything other than negative zero to negative <laughs> zero. I, I just, I still don't believe in Colorado. I should, I don't. That's fair. LA Galaxy hosts Toronto FC. Toronto FC is really bad right now. LA Galaxy, in spite of their loss uh, to San Jose in the uh, Cali Clasico. Um, it's pretty good. Still I have LA Galaxy good. and Zlatan. The Zlatans winning. Uh, let's see, it's called two to nothing. Gal- yeah, Galacticos two to nothing. Okay, Philadelphia. And so this is, I think, uh, now we're back to the Saturday games. Philadelphia hosts Orlando City. I have Philadelphia winning five to five to two. Five to two. Jesus Christ, dude! Yeah, it's called a um, touchdown. It's called uh, <laughs> a split touchdown. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say always sunny one to nothing. Okay, FC Cincinnati, uh, <laughs> the shittiest team in the league right now, uh, hosts Houston Dynamo on the road. The shittiest team on the road. Let's call this a. I'm gonna call this a uh, two to one, Houston Dynamo win. I'm an eleven to nothing win by Houston. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, we talked about the Montreal Impact versus Minnesota United. I think we both had uh, draws. I think I said two two. You said one one. Yep. Is that correct? All right. Uh, Columbus, the the other shittiest team in the league, hosts Seattle Sounders. I have Seattle uh, winning this game. Uh, I think Seattle's probably going to stay on the uh, on the East Coast for this. I think they're going to win three to one. Seriously, have you ever eaten like really bad Chinese food? Occasionally, yes. That's what I'm talking about here. Columbus, it's just this <laughs> gloppy. Like when the when the Columbus shit hits the toilet water, it starts to boil. You understand what I'm saying? Seattle yes. Sounders yes. one to nothing. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Sporting Kansas City host Chicago. Uh, two bad teams. I have the home team. Beating the other bad team, Sporting Kansas City, winning this one three to one. Yeah, Sporting is an absolute melted toilet, but Chicago's not much better. I'm gonna say zero to zero. All right, uh, San Jose is gonna reel back from their uh, loss to Minnesota United, and they're gonna beat RSL three to one at home. Uh, two to nothing at home. All right, LAFC uh, five, Vancouver zero. Yeah, what else can you say? Uh, I, I have two to one because LAFC is gonna find a third gear because they don't need to against Vancouver. Sure. Uh, Atlanta United, four. New York Red Bulls, zero. I wish the Red Bulls were better than they are, but uh, yeah. Atlanta United, two to nothing. This should be the game of the week. It should be. Yeah, it probably won't be. Uh, NYCFC, three. Portland, one. This may actually be the game of the week. Two to two probably, draw. Probably, yeah. All right, so there's uh, that's your previews for the week. Um, so we got some fucking answers. Uh, so Wausau Loons asked, uh, Zeller's analysis has been top-notch lately. As someone who also swears way too much, I've actually noticed that you guys have been a little better behaved on the podcast. Is that true? That's, I think so, yeah. I mean, You think we've been better behaved? Shit, balls. Yeah, I think we have. We're not drinking as much, so that helps. That's, that plays into it, yeah. That plays it absolutely very does. much into it. Oh, this really wasn't a question. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, but wa- f- you, yeah, you never work any of my compliments in there. <laughs> Wasaloons, are, are you – are you, I, I, Hit me up. Hit us up on the Twitter. Um, are you from like Wausau, Wisconsin, or Wausau, Minnesota? Because I'm very curious. Because uh, Anna is my wife is from Wausau, Wisconsin. Maybe you guys know each other. Anyways, Luke asks or says uh, you should do a special Patreon only Dave's After Midnight or something where you just work as blue as possible for a full hour. That yeah, sounds the, like a fun idea for the millennials among us. Working blue means you like are really crude and crass, and you swear a lot. Now for now, I I graphically depicted the kinds of shits that I compare Columbus to. I don't know what working blue would look like compared to anything I've said tonight. Yeah, I think last last week I used a really racially offensive term. You I don't did. know what. Yeah, I did. don't know what uh, anybody wants for us from, out of a Dave's working blue podcast. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna draft up a uh, a, a little script for us and, and yeah. we'll see. A script. Maybe yeah, Patreon only. Well, you know, so if, you know, again, Patreon.com backslash Dave's. I know if you want to get into that uh, shit. We do the uh, the watch party. We just dropped uh Bennett like Beckham Damn, or, or no Damned sorry United Damned United um we're going to be recording Bennett like Beckham soon uh, we have a uh, holy goalie in the uh, in the holster we're going to be get, getting that uh edited and then drop that relatively soon um but yeah we do uh sometimes do other fun little like mini podcasts like maybe I'll, like maybe actually for the uh midweek one if i get uh Luca Rodrigo or Eric Silva Brenneman or somebody in here to to parse back the the game against uh, San Jose, maybe we'll drop that as a Patreon only podcast for a little bit. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll close this podcast on a dirty joke. There you go. Uh, Luke asks. He says more of a comment than a question. I want in on the Martins uh, porn uh, prone bucks prone crypt- bucks cryptocurrency scheme because I need to cover my pride raiser debts. Talk about <laughs> talk about your your uh, your your uh, yeah your. Uh, 
porn bucks scheme that you, got, <laughs> that you uh, I don't know if it's a illustrated uh, on the on the twitter.com's earlier today so <laughs> it's not much i'm i'm a um i'm on the corporate strategy team uh for a very um large financial institution uh when we we help to set and govern the strategy for the entire company across the entire enterprise so um one of the things that's on my mind a lot lately is the entrance of what we call fintechs financial technology companies who are starting to nibble away at the margins of the work that we do and a great example would be like uh, amazon getting into amazon cards or you know you can upload your you, you just put your money on your amazon account and then you just use it and spend from there you know well that's taking away revenue from products that we traditionally sell and I was on the bike this morning. I just went to the gym before the kids got up and stuff. And it was just bike. It wasn't anything like too intense, you know, where I couldn't like uh, sit with my phone. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to bike for 45 minutes. I'll just freewheel whatever's on my mind, which, by the way, is a lot of my Twitter strategy. <laughs> and um, so I decided, I was like, you know what would be interesting is let's play out what it would mean for Pornhub to get involved in financial services. They, too, could be considered a uh, a sort of financial adjacent fintech company and i basically just worked out the math on twitter just saying like okay they have a huge user base what what are their assets what are their strengths they have a huge user base who is using it constantly as frequently as they use amazon and facebook and shit so here's what would happen great they decide they want to start offering deposit accounts you can get your porn wallet or whatever i can't remember what i called it, it probably had something to do with sack or a porn line no, that was the cryptocurrency. Oh, we'll, get, we'll, uh, get the, we'll, we'll get we'll get there oh, in a yeah. second. Sorry, yeah. sorry, 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 sorry. Porn loin. <laughs> that wasn't even. <laughs> sorry, I jumped. I jumped. I jumped. Yeah, I jumped the shark there. <laughs> That's all right. Um, and so you have a deposit account on there, and then you can actually spend that money either on hot hot cam girls, or they actually have an app with a QR code where you've just got you've got a hundred dollars uploaded to your your porn wallet or whatever, and they'll just like scan it at a merchant the same way that you would a Starbucks thing on your app or whatever, and you just now now this is your wallet. This is now how you're making payments at merchants who accept digital payments now they've got you in their ecosystem right so they're going to take it one step further now they're going to start to nibble away at more traditional deeper financial services all they would have to do is acquire the rails by buying up small-time companies a, a small-time mortgage company small-time insurance small-time investment not these big ones but they can just acquire them and utilize their infrastructure to then launch into mortgage and into investment and all this kind of stuff now remember they've got porn categories that are already tied to this you've already got porn real estate agents you've got fucking porn uh, uh, food delivery people they can get into all these verticals just by using their excess liquidity which they have a ton of liquidity and they can just buy up these folks to give them the rails to accomplish that they've already got you on board now with their deposit accounts and now they're saying hey guess what you've already got a Pornhub uh, a deposit account guess what you can do you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get a 1% um, discount off the interest rate on your mortgage and you're, they're going to deepen your relationship with their ecosystem and make it more compelling to stay within that ecosystem for more financial services and harder to get out. Okay, so that's one thing that they're going to do. The next step is they can actually eliminate some of the payment rails that are taking overhead out of, uh, you know, out of their pocket um, by uh, creating their own cryptocurrency. Which I decided would be called what I call it, loin, loin coin. Yeah, loin coin. Loin coin. Yeah. yeah. And 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 by doing that, they now have an asset that they can trade around within their own ecosystem, um, and that's going to cut out merchant uh, processing folks. Your visas, your this, your that, who are actually processing this. Did you know that most merchants actually lose two point seven five percent of every dollar just to payment transactions yep. and stuff Actually, i do know that you I, did know that yeah that's a real when thing I, when i worked for uh when i worked for a nonprofit that uh used that used uh uh elevon for that like yeah we lose. that's how much you yep. lose yep right yep. So now I, if, I if you can create those rails yourself you no longer have to pay these intermediaries you're using it pornhub can do that with this cryptocurrency right and I, there's got to be a sexual blockchain reference in there uh, uh I, blockchain has to be anyways so, okay. anyway so to end on this, five years from now, we're all going to have a fucking Pornhub wallet. We're all going to have mortgages and shit, and we're all going to have investments yeah. that are all backed by Pornhub securities. A porn wallet. Yeah. Fuck. That's the That's, future. I mean, it's kind you, of a compelling you, picture. You, I painted, just, you, just, you actually just you articulated it in a very in a very succinct <laughs> and uh, an effective manner, my friend. Because I'm like. Yeah, I, I go to Pornhub occasionally. Like I, you know, whatever. They can, You're already I, in the ecosystem. If I if I can get one percent off my fucking mortgage, like 
yeah, I'm, I might do that. Yes. <laughs> you know, so. The more but, their products you use, the more cross-ecosystem uh, benefits that so, they get. So can uh, can uh, Luke Craig get in on your on your scheme because he needs covers? Well, first of all, Pornhub needs to get in on my scheme. <laughs> so uh, once they do that, I'll uh, I'll let you know. But. All right. All right. Um, that was the question. You you detailed a very uh, the 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 way that the fucked up way that our uh, financial system is set up, <laughs> very eloquently. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, the question was, can Luke get in on your can he get on, in on, on your scheme? Yeah. yeah if so. if if I can sign the contract with Pornhub, then he can be a, a primary investor. All right. He's a lawyer, so he's probably got some knowledge there too. Well, so. yeah. So if I need any ambulance yeah. chasing, I'll go yeah. to him. All right. Uh, so Jesse asks us on a scale of one to dad. How dad is it that I want to uh, want to that I watch barbecue videos in my spare time? Um, it's it's definitely dad, but I will say that a lot of times uh, I will watch woodworking videos, uh, both because I find them fascinating and I can learn a lot from my own woodworking. But it's also it's very calming. Sure, it's uh, that's my classical music in the background. Okay, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a uh, watching barbecue videos in my spare time kind of guy. Um, I don't watch many videos of things like I think the things that like videos that like calm me down are like yacht rock videos and yacht rock. What the fuck yeah. does that mean? Like Michael McDonald, Doobie Brothers, like oh, I know, get Kenny it. Okay. Loggins, yeah. and like you know Christopher Cross. And I never like heard that, so. that term, but as soon as you started saying those names, I immediately <laughs> understood what you meant. Yeah. So or uh, I just watch uh, I like to watch um, uh, videos like the South Park uh, movie. Like just watch the the music videos for the. Like the 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 tunes the, from the, the tunes from yeah. the south. Yeah, so was, the fir- the first time I ever I was, got drunk was watching that movie. Really, first time ever. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching that today. Uh, literally, there's like a ne- there's like a nerdist uh, post about like the top twelve or like the they rank the the uh, South Park songs. And uh, my as my son was sitting in a high chair, and I was you know eating lunch, finishing my soda, getting ready to go over to the black heart to watch the U.S. women's game. And I was watching. Uh, all the all the South Park songs, and I just realized, oh, I was watching uh, Uncle Fucker with my son, just like <laughs> and, yeah, like singing along, like when my son's just like watching me, like I'm dancing around in my kitchen, like yeah. singing Uncle Fucker. He's none and, the wiser, but it's gonna <laughs> it's not gonna be long before he starts singing that but shit. But he bud. he was laughing his fucking ass off. I was like, all right, this is good and bad. Am I a good good dad? and bad. Am I a bad? Yeah, yeah. Well, when you get some hussies in the back spitting on your sack, you're gonna be like, oh, what have I done? I made a huge mistake. All right, uh, Tim McLaughlin asks, will my donation of $660 at the Dark Clouds auction result in the shutting down of this Twitter account too? No, Tim. I, as I mentioned on Twitter, it's going to take $6,969 to shut down our Twitter account. So, But the podcast, but, we will absolutely po- shut podcast, down. Podcast, we absolutely shut down for $666. Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, Bill McGuire, not that Bill McGuire, asks, I have cheered loudly for the USA Women's National Team in several bars in Canada and can't get them to hate me. What does it take? You can't um, get the U.S. men's national team to hate Yeah, him? I mean, I would say, yeah. Cause oh, Canada, he's in Canada. Canada has it. a particular uh, uh, version to the U.S. women's national team. Of course, team. yeah. I would say, team. Bill, I would say if you uh, if you put your dick into some poutine, they might hate you at that point. I mean, your dick's going to hate you because it's hot gravy and cheese curds and a, you know, penis. That, but I'm 90% sure that's a Pornhub category. <laughs> it's probably, yes. Yeah. Back into your vertical here. Yeah, my into yeah the poutine your, the your poutine, poutine verticals. Your, yeah, your poutine fucking. The more um, we talk about this stuff, the more I'm getting vertical over here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, do you have a, any? Uh, I mean, how how can Bill? How get can he get Canadians, Canadians to, hate to hate him more? I mean, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, he'd uh, have to uh, talk about the last time a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say uh, uh, you know, find Patrick Waugh and then bitch slap him. I guess maybe you know he was the he's a, he's a hero. Yeah, he was the last Canadian goalkeeper to win yeah, a goal, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Punch Sidney Crosby in the dick. That might help. There's a lot of a lot of hockey. his dick could get a concussion. It's a lot of hockey. <laughs> yeah, guy. it's a lot of hockey stuff, Bill. I'm sorry. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Most Canadians are generally affable folks, and they just they, you know. They're, apparently, their women's soccer team hates the U.S. and that's a very one-sided hate yeah. because it's it's like a, it's like an <laughs> ant hates a giant. Yeah. Does the giant reciprocate yeah. in hating the ant? Of course not. Yeah. It's indifferent <laughs> it's, to it. Exactly. It's like uh, Minnesota and, and FC Cincinnati. Do we hate FC Cincinnati? No. They might they're, hate they're, us, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Whatever. Um, 
Thanks for showing up, guys. <laughs> yeah. I love what you got going on over there. You guys keep it. You you hang in there. Yeah. Finally, uh, Bridget asks, how does David Martins feel about not being able to handle my shots? This is in reference to a, uh, a thing. What does that even mean? That, uh, I don't know. She, Bridget did a thing. Did she pick on me? Yeah. I don't know. She Apparently, this is her He's team. showing me his screen. You were, you were apparently on the uh, SA Scorpions FC, and you couldn't handle their shots on goal. Wait, so, did she did she make a game and she made the her own players and gave them real people names like mine? Possibly, yes. I would. I'm, I'm just gonna assume yes. Handle our shots on goal. Yeah. Um, so she. Okay. Uh, yeah, she took. Uh, well, this took is at least many a, shots on goal at you, and you couldn't handle them. So, how do you feel about that? I've never been able to handle my shots, <laughs> so this is not a shock to okay. me. Yeah. Um. Okay. I uh. If I take shots, I usually let them dribble and. Uh, and uh, then I say things that I ought not to have said. And, uh, yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So we uh, we are done That's for the content, yeah, I think we are, yeah, we're done for the day. Um, we have a game coming up tonight uh, when you're listening to this. And then we have a game coming up on Saturday. Um, come hang out with uh, me at least on tomorrow and, or today and uh, Saturday at Blackheart. I might come Pre-gas. tomorrow. Are you really? I might. Okay. I don't know. I gotta talk you mean, to you mean what's today. Your face. You mean today? Today, because the mean, listeners talk yeah. to what's your face in the future. I might yeah. come today in the future. Okay. Um, so you may see uh, what's his face uh, after, he, after he talks to what's her face today, and then uh, yeah, then uh, Saturday we're actually there's gonna be uh, karaoke after the uh, match. Oh, on there Saturday as well? Oh, on Sa- oh, Wait, yeah. is there tomorrow? Today? There karaoke. Might I know it's, be. it's a week. It's a weeknight. That's the thing. Prop. I don't think there is. I don't think there is. I'll just play piano. There, but there's, there is, uh, yeah, you, you could. There's also, I mean, we might just like make karaoke happen. Um, there is a drag show uh, after the match today. Um, that's amazing. It's a Pumps and Pearls review. They do Love a really it. amazing show. So, um, <laughs> you're right, buddy. I okay. told, I can't handle my shots. Yeah, you yeah. Know that. Apparently, apparently you can't. Um, all right. So uh, you can find us always at davesandno.com, uh, at tdikmn on Twitter. Find me at Texas Zeller again. I, as I mentioned. My Twitter feed is now uh, on. It's unblocked, so follow me at will and retweet the shit out of my shit. Yep. Um, follow Martin at Offensive Loons. He has some uh, really interesting things to say about uh, some stuff. Um, so, yeah, follow him. And, uh, Martin, why don't you take us home? Thank you guys for listening. I can't believe you did it. Um, nobody's listening anymore. <laughs> it was too long. Episode 102, motherfuckers. 102 episodes of this shit. We are the Daves You Know. We have always been the Daves You Know, and this is the Daves I Know. As you do yours, land here, become feet, con. Yeah, uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son. Do the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. Do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. Uh, we, we, we do our thing, son. I'm not at all.